Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron, and I'm so excited because I have one of my faves back to help me talk about episode two, what an episode, of Clayton's season of The Bachelor. Hello, Viviana. How are you? Hi, Sarah. I am super excited to be back on here with you. And you know, I'm always DMing you about like, we need to talk about this. So I'm just happy that you asked me to like actually sit down and powwow about this episode, specifically this episode, because it's a really good one. It's a really good one. So I know you caught up, you watched the premiere, you watched the second episode. Where do you stand on like Clayton overall as our lead? Okay. So my, the first episode, I would say within like that first, like since it's such a long episode, the first 30 minutes, I was like, man, this might be a difficult season for me to get into because we didn't see anything of him in Michelle's. Mm-hmm. And then once I saw how excited he was with the girls and how like, it just with so many different women, I was like, okay, maybe he is going to be a very different bachelor and something that we needed a little bit more of this, like fresh, like let's get to know him as the season develops. Um, He seems very genuine and there's a certain confidence with him that I don't know if we've genuinely felt before from a bachelor where he's just like, my wife is here and I'm positive about this. Like there's just the certainty and he's manifesting this in such a grand way where I think in the past the bat the what the what I felt from other bachelors is that they're hopeful, but they're not sure that this is it. Yeah. Right. But for my, you know, and they have a right to be, but we're seeing this like young, humble, excited, um, very different bachelor. And like now that I've seen him two episodes in, I understand why he's the lead. Yeah. I think excited is the key word there for sure. Mm-hmm. Clayton is excited. He loves being the bachelor. He is smiling. Yeah. These girls are excited to be there. They're excited about date cards. They're pumped yeah. that Jesse Palmer is married. They're celebrating him. They are pumped about Hillary Duff. Like this was a high energy group 
all around. I feel like, like, I can't remember the last time a cast was, I mean, they're always running and screaming and doing silly stuff, like yelling the bachelor's name. Cause I understand you guys are encouraged to do so, but I right. felt like this group is just like ready to make a television show from Clayton through all the contestants. I really have to agree with you there. I was in watching this, obviously when you're, when you're a contestant from the past, it's hard not to kind of like put yourself in that position. And I don't know if I've actually seen, or if, I definitely didn't feel this excited on my season or the energy didn't feel that exciting from everyone. Mm-hmm. Like I was thinking the exact same thing. I'm like, there's so many different connections that you just don't really know where it's going to go. Like who's actually going to be at the end. I mean, I have obviously, and the teaser was way too much for me, <laughs> but I, I agree. Like there's just this different type of energy from the women and there's, I think it's extremely special. And I think casting did a great job because given the circumstances where these girls didn't see a lot of him on Michelle's season plus, so they didn't really get know anything about him. And then you were just like thrown in. It was all like a blind date. Yeah. So it's really nice to see these girls be so excited and attracted to him. Yeah. I mean, I think it's always, you know, excited to to be on the show too. And yeah. you know, maybe they're all gorgeous girls kind of cl- There's a lot of blondes running around. I think we got a lot of future yeah. influencers in our midst, but there does seem to be an excitement about Clayton and certainly an excitement from Clayton. And I think he's just down to figure it out as he goes along. And he, as we see in this episode alone is going to like feel what he feels in the moment, but then he's not afraid to take it back and be like, Oh boy, I made a bachelor blunder. I don't really know what I'm doing. And I think that is refreshing because he, in a way that Matt James, I think they wanted to be, he more so got in his own head about it. And Clayton, I feel like is just going to do it and then have to take it back. Whereas Matt, I think kind of, they didn't really get to show his personality because he was a little more concerned about getting through it. If that makes sense. Right. But that's what happens when you've never been on the season. I think Mm -hmm. I, it's a very intense environment. And there's a lot of moving parts. You're restless. The the lead is really intense. Like you're not really resting that yeah. much. You are a priority, but just as much as the girls are put in intense situations, like you have to be on and attentive and remember, and there's a lot of moving pieces. So it's a, I think when you're someone that comes completely never been on a season, it's, 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 a, it's a hard space to navigate. Yeah. I think 100%. so too. Um, let's get into the first group date. Um, obviously Cassidy was this, you know, she throughout the whole episode, she had quite the arc, um, and ups and downs, but you know, makes it very clear from the beginning. Doesn't want to build this dollhouse thrilled by Hillary Duff, which like, by the way, imagine I would die if Hillary Duff was hosting a group date. Was there anyone in your season that you cared about at all? I can't remember, but no, I honestly, I can't remember. So that answers no. And you also have to remember I left pretty early on because I went home and then a few weeks later I left to film winter game. So right. I didn't really get to the exciting stuff. I literally went home, I think episode three. Okay. Something like that. Well, this was a classic case of Cassidy doesn't want to participate in the group date decide, you know, has no short, as Clayton puts it, no short of confidence, um, pulls her aside, leaves Gabby to build this house, this, the dollhouse thing by herself. And that obviously pisses off the other girls. Cassidy doesn't care. Um, but Clayton is all for it from what we see, at least. The whole point about the date was about the kids. And then she's sitting down mm-hmm. and she's literally telling the kids that, <laughs> that was tough. <sighs> I don't care about you. 
she tries to avoid them as much as possible. And the kids are like, you're, you're actually telling me this. And then she goes off to say that she's like, I'm a hundred percent, like basically something along the lines of like being a front runner. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you're the front runner villain right now. Yeah. Like, so we've seen this in the past with villains, right. Where mm-hmm. they are one person with the bachelor because they're so intentional about spending time, spending time, spending time. And then they don't care about the other girls and they're mean. And then fast forward, you know, now we're looking, you see it in episode two, the true colors start to kind of show, you know, and shine. So I think this is a running theme with villains where it's like the bachelor doesn't know anything. It's really early on. He's spending maybe 10, maybe 15 minutes. Although he spent to spend 30 minutes with the bachelor, you're practically on a one-on-one date. Yeah, that's crazy. That's what yeah. they said, right? 30 minutes yeah. of that. He was gone with her. Maybe they weren't actually. He was gone for like 30 minutes. I also thought that Gabby handled it very well. The fact that she was like building this house by herself entirely. Yeah. And then like I would have hundred percent said something. Um, the what if we want to fast forward past the past the first part of the group date and we mm-hmm. move on to the cocktail hour. He had very, very, very special moments with different women. And when he went to go announce like who he was giving the group date rose, he pointed out that was it, who was it that he, it was Serene. Yeah. He was talking to she's Serene. The teacher. She's the teacher. And his mom was a teacher. And I think he, mm-hmm. he likes that with the kids and she's like gorgeous. I, I she, I thought she spoke so well and just comes off so genuine and humble. And while he's going to give, like, while he's making the rose, the first person that he points out is her and then gives the rose to Cassidy. So as someone who's been in that environment and now I know a little bit more, it's kind of like, did the producers have something to do with this? Did he really want to give his rose to Serene and then had to give it to Cassidy just because, you know, you got to keep people on their toes. Yeah. That kind of thing. But I mean, I wasn't surprised though. I would have been really surprised if he would have given the rose to Shanae in that other group date though. Yeah. Then I, then it would just, all bets would be off. I'm like, you would have no control. Come on. Yeah. Horrible. I, I agree. I think Serene totally stand out. She was great. Gabby's kind of getting like that narrator role a little bit, which is always a good sign for yeah. like your longevity in Bachelor Nation, at least. Um, you see Teddy had a moment with him on the night portion a little bit. She's the one who got the first impression rose. I, she's already quote unquote emotional about seeing him with other girls. And I was like, girl, you have the only validation around. Like you can't, you can't pull that yet. <laughs> So we're seeing a lot from her. Like, obviously the, the connection with them is instant. You can tell right away. Um, and I actually went back to look at up her age because when she asked for more validation, okay. I wondered like, okay, how old is she? Because she says she's a virgin. She's still, she's 24 years old. It's not like she's a 30 year old virgin that like feels super insecure that, you know, once you've like gone through your twenties, you kind of mature and you feel a little bit more secure in yourself. So like you can ease back a little bit, not the case for me sometimes, but you know, overall, but like her age and the fact that, you know, she has more of this like reserved space probably gives her that that feeling of like, I need validation. And you also have to remember there's a lot of women still. Yeah. And group dates are nerve wracking and it's uncomfortable when you do. It was the date. Teddy was on the date where he left for 30 minutes. True. 
Cassidy. So being that she's was the one to get the first impression ruined, I kind of understand. I think that hopefully with her, what I would love to see is more of a confidence as their relationship builds, because early on, it's okay to ask for validation, but I can't really, I, I feel like at some point you have to become very confident in a relationship when it comes to this kind of thing, or if not, you're just going to become an emotional wreck and then you're going to turn into Shanae. You know, hundred yeah, like, percent. she's losing it, man. She yeah. is absolutely losing it. Um, I think this season is going to be very interesting. Honestly, you are very responsible to get me to watch this season. <laughs> um, You're welcome. <laughs> the fact that we're seeing two villains literally is insane to me. And um, I don't know, do, should we jump into the second group date? Yeah, we can. I just wanted to say mm-hmm. one thing. I died when Hillary Duff like read Cassidy and said she has her eye on the prize, not going to make any friends here, but I'm not sure she cares. It was like Lizzie McGuire just saw right through you. I thought that was hilarious. It was Did like you see Lizzie. when they were talking, when she went up to her to talk to her. Yeah. And she was explaining herself on like, you know, the whole eye on the prize thing. Like Hillary literally just like sized her up, like, oh, you are gonna be in for for a bad one like you could tell in her face that she's just like girl it's this isn't this isn't the way to go this is the way to go it was kind of epic and then we also saw her like get the time after the date wrapped when they were like covered in the cake like get him again with the makeouts and the the kissing noises that were too much and I thought that was interesting because it was technically too steel like that whole date obviously then when you see the credits at the end you saw more of like them playing with the kids and clearly it was a long probably afternoon maybe I don't know how long group dates last but it was interesting that it was two solo moments by the pool and you knew it was definitely different because they had the cake all over them and stuff of them just full on making out I was like this girl really worked it to get him the way she wanted to. And it was almost like, it's not going to look good, but like props for in the moment winning. Cause it's very hard to pull off the, you know, going to get my alone time on a group date without pissing everybody off. I think it's rarely done and she didn't do it well, but she did get so much freaking time with the guy. So it's, it's kind of a fascinating. She got a lot. She got a lot. I would be, I don't know if I've ever seen someone be super assertive in group dates to get time and also be kind. Yeah. Right. Because if you are in this environment, like time is so precious and it's so limited. So to take 30, 40 minutes away from a group date when there's multiple women here, like trying to have a conversation, especially this early on where it's big groups, you're not going on group dates with just five girls. Yeah. It's a big group. So I don't know. I don't, she doesn't care. She, Cassidy doesn't care. We've seen this. She doesn't care about being nice. She doesn't care to be the friend. She's honest about it. I, I think her and Shanae are two peas in a pod clearly. Um, and yeah, I think both of them are going to be really interesting if they were to continue after this episode. Let's talk about Shanae. We'll go back to Susie because they do go hand in hand and we do see Shanae and Elizabeth or Shanae and Cassidy sort of like strategizing with Cassidy kind of coaching Shanae mm-hmm. in the way, at least it, 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 but first of all, they look so much alike. It's like wild to see like when they were both sitting there, it kind of just felt like, like Cassidy didn't have any makeup on and Shanae did. It just kind of felt like a before and after photo. Like it was yeah. blowing my, oh my mind gosh. to see these two blondes sitting there and Cassidy very confident with her group date rose, giving Shanae advice, basically like a handbook. It, it kind of seemed I had game of roses on last week who literally wrote a book called how to win the bachelor. 
And it makes me feel like Cassidy read that book and was giving the spark notes to Shanae, um, not, you know, necessarily going to actually work, but in theory, how to quote unquote win yeah. the bachelor and Shanae was eating it up. And we know Shanae is from a town of less than 900 people in Sycamore, Ohio. I actually have some like friends of friends of friends who know her because I went to Ohio state and yeah. I don't really, I haven't heard much, but it's just like very small town vibes. So this girl is getting her moment. She's on the show and she's looking up to Cassidy. Like she's this hero giving her advice. Is that something that you saw go down when you were on the show of people like comparing notes of what to do? I know you guys like have to talk no. about what's going on, but that felt so weird to me. It's super awkward. And I don't think any, I don't think anyone in my, in our season, at least none, it wasn't aired of like strategizing of like, this is what you need to do to get some time or like an older sister. Like it almost gives me like gross sister vibes. Like yeah. this is what you got to do to get him to. Um, it's very odd. I understand maybe like there's not a lot of emotions into it for them just yet because it's again, episode mm. two. Um, but I agree with you. I think some... Shanae comes from a very small town. I don't, she's obviously cute and good looking. So she probably gets a lot of attention and she's not used to being in an environment with, I, I don't see it. I can't see you being from a small town and, and know how to get along with like 30 women You're, yeah. and share space. Like you can tell that she has zero, zero tact in like how to have she, she's lacking in the communication process awareness friends awareness yeah I think one thing that it, she was super rude was just with Elizabeth throughout this entire episode I'm a massive mental health advocate and any type of you know any type of vulnerability when you're sharing these spaces whether you know I know that people usually joke around and like throw around like oh I have ADD or I have OCD or you know it's so loosely thrown out there yeah. but it's not it's a very serious thing for 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 many and when you take it so when it's something personal that you share in an intimate environment and then somebody turns around and completely just throws your business out there, I feel so bad for Elizabeth because it's almost as if she just got the short end of the stick just because she was kind right. to Shanae. And now Shanae feels intimidated by her because mm -hmm. Elizabeth is obviously beautiful, very well-spoken, very She's very poised. She's very patient. She knows how to stay calm. I would have lost <laughs> my shit. <laughs> Me too. I she would have lost confrontation. It. I'm like, this would never happen to me. I would never look at her and be like, I think that this is very inappropriate. I wouldn't say that. I would be like, I'm taking off my hoops <laughs> where it's going down. You're literally bad shit crazy. Yeah. It, I feel really bad for Elizabeth and I hope that if, if Shanae sticks around that she just doesn't pull Elizabeth into something that she has nothing to do with. That's very frustrating to be on a show, very into a guy, because you can tell that Elizabeth is really into Clayton. Mm -hmm. And then, and because of somebody else, you don't get time because somebody created this story about you yeah. to, to him and in, in her own mind. Right. I feel like Shanae created this crazy story and she's really just doing a horrible job and somebody needs to pull her aside or just kick her off the show already. Like, I, I think this is going to be a really bad. 
I know. I agree with you. I think she totally made this up too, because again, with this, like coaching from Cassidy, she's kind of like giving her that she got her all hyped up. And then she walks into the group date and Elizabeth is the one who has the, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, the balls or whatever to sit next to Clayton, which is like what you were supposed to do. And Shanae was immediately jealous that she didn't think of that. And Elizabeth had a target on her back because she sat next to Clayton. If somebody else sat next to Clayton, I think we'd be talking about them. I think that's yeah. 100% what it was. She sat next to him. Then they do this crazy obstacle course with like milk and jelly that was just disgusting Very and weird. Sinead shoved Elizabeth and Elizabeth didn't even confront her or t- until she came for her didn't tell Clayton until she came for her if somebody shoved you like that on an obstacle course on the bachelor there is no way in my mind would I be able to not be like are you kidding me like you there's cameras here they're gonna know that you just like tackled me you know what's really what I thought it was good that Elizabeth chose not to talk about it in the day it's really again I feel really bad for her that you know Sinead decided to go about it this way but what sucks is again time is so limited and then when the bachelor watches all of this then he fully understands but sometimes they don't even know that this stuff is going on I know and so somebody that you could have potentially had a really good connection with automatically gets you know put into this drama and it's it's just the luck of the draw really like it's it's really about i just feel horrible for elizabeth i i i have no words yeah somebody who did have a good group date at least was sarah she got the group date row she won the obstacle course she seems like pretty one of those just like really happy to be there again like really pretty girl she was like giddy yeah. every time he looked at her um you know, and they, no one was coming for her for winning the obstacle course. So I guess that's a good sign that she has decent intentions. You know what I mean? Like it's the way the women treat each other and whoever ends up in the, it it, it comes out, like it's very rare. So I think with with the bachelor specifically, it's, it's for, as like someone, I mean, judging is the bad word, but watching the show and commentating on it, the way the other women treat each other, it's very rare that you find out later on that that woman, you know, wasn't necessarily given a fair shot. Like these two, Shanae and Cassidy, in my opinion, the way it's airing right now. And even some of the stuff I've seen on social that I wanted to get into in a little bit, like they are like feeding into it. Like, I'm not saying they deserve anything crazy on the internet. Like right. no, one be, no one be nuts. No one send anyone any death threats or anything, but like, it's, it feels very much like these two want this role are pursuing this role and like are loving the camera time and the villain vibe. I wonder if now they're just like doing the same ha- kind of like buddying up and, you know, Cassidy's coaching her through this whole, like be a villain stage. Is that, is that what's, what's happening on Instagram? Are so they I, both just like owning it? I don't Are they know doing a Piper. Shanae, a little, uh, yeah, a little bit, a little bit of a Piper. Mm-hmm. Shanae hasn't posted that much, but she was watching with um, one of her friends last night and like her friend was posting, they were like laughing at everything, whatever. And then Cassidy, there were these videos she did on Instagram stories, a couple, like, I think in the last like two weeks that were screen recorded and shared on Twitter. And in one of them, she talks about like how she's going to be an influencer and that she's going to sell people bullshit, whether it like works or not and how great she's going to be as an influencer, like joking, but not, it was on new year's. And then she also made a, a video about Sally from the first episode saying you were going to about to Clayton, like you were going to offer Clayton a rose, but I get sent home for effing somebody months ago. F you Clayton. Like it was like a very like go F yourself Clayton video. 
Um, and like, she's just kind of like, I don't know if she's blaming editing. I don't know what her game plan is, but she's not looking great. I feel like these people forget, like you can't blame editing when, when you're, you have a mic on and yeah, you were literally recorded saying right. that you have a friends with benefits at home while you're mic'd. Like these are not things you say out loud. What do all. you think? Let's talk about at the night all. portion. What are in the, the cocktail party portion of that before, mm-hmm. because it just to wrap these two up. What do you think was going on there? We see her talk to Sierra, I think her name is, about this person. She was FaceTiming, which I didn't even you could have your phone, FaceTiming in the hotel. I don't know if there's like a longer quarantine. I didn't I definitely did not have my whole my phone at all. It must have been quarantine. You think I'm still surprised they even let them have their phone for that. Well, it's 14 days or maybe it's 10 days. I can't, I don't remember like what their regulations are, but if they're quarantining, I assume that those days you're probably free we will have to figure this out but yeah free to have your phone and stuff like that and then right up to the point where you're starting those like three to four days before that's when they remove everything because you imagine being in quarantine in a hotel room without a phone that doesn't seem psychologically healthy that's true and maybe they change the rules like as they go or something because i've had people tell me I can't remember who did, who told me this, but something with paradise where it's like, when you're waiting, you could be waiting for weeks in the room to be let right. go on paradise. And you don't have a phone for that. I can't remember who it was. They were like, all I did was watch Spanish TV and go nuts because I didn't have So if they don't give them phones for that, why would they give them phones here? I don't know. Well, because they already started filming. Okay. When so, oh, so they could find you're out. Not in filming. That's right. True. So you're not, you're not in filming when you're quarantining, you're just quarantining. And they already know Clayton's the bachelor in it. It was out mm-hmm. there. So that's true. Right. So she had her phone. She was FaceTiming some guy. She decides to, on, while she's mic'd, they gave us the full words too. A lot of times like you hear like muffling and you you think it might be right. like pieced together, franking, biting or whatever, as they call it in reality TV. No, this was like complete sentences and thoughts about her alleged side piece F buddy. Um, so in what world- This was a full she... sentence, right? a full scene. This was not clipped around. Nope. Like you're literally seeing her sit down, full sentence. Well, she wasn't sitting down, but like it's one <laughs> clip, one scene. There's no Frank abiding. There's no. no little bits and pieces. There's no editing here. How, why, would, just why would she do that? <laughs> I think when you're someone coming in that really doesn't understand, obviously she didn't watch Paradise. Yeah, clearly she, she is not familiar with Brendan and Viper. <laughs> she did not watch Paradise. Um, you forget like the house I love that they're back in the house also. Mm-hmm. I think it's just, we needed this. We needed this, especially totally. with the new host. Like there needed to be some kind of like comfortability, especially as a viewer to like, feel like it's okay to embark on an a hundredth season within yes. a year. Yes, but totally. there's all these little cameras all over the place because the crew isn't following you around 24 seven. There's like right. specific conversations here and maybe some stuff going on here and then these little things like maybe in the kitchen maybe in the backyard it looked like they were in the backyard and there must have been some type of camera right over there and she thought like oh if the camera's not if the crew's not around your audio isn't being right recorded or something I mean, like that i've never been on re- i know i cover reality tv and have for like four years now but i think anyone tunes into any show you gotta got it first of all i know people say they don't watch always how do you not watch or do a little googling and like plan a little bit if you're gonna go on one of the most popular reality franchises of all time yeah and not think this through like that it blows my mind but i mean it felt real like it felt like she was just telling her friend that like her quote-unquote friend this and then her friend was like you know what you're stirring the pot like if cassidy wasn't being so awful the whole episode maybe sierra wouldn't have 
told Clayton right away. Maybe she would have, I don't know, but I think it's something that some, it gets out and somebody's sharing stuff like that. I mean, we see it all the time. Like it's just really frowned upon going into something like this with such an intense, you know, like with any type of relationship. Yeah. You got to tie up loose ends before you leave. You have to tie up loose ends, even if it's like a couple weeks. So any friends with, I feel like friends with benefits, right? If it's obviously something that's not going anywhere and you haven't seen each other in some time and then you get up the opportunity to like go on a show where you actually can have a real relationship and you go on this show and you were with, you know, like you were on and off with someone for a few years. Like, I don't think that that's wrong. Right. If you're just not like, you're not in the hookup stage with this person. You know, like it happens, you yeah. know, like what happens when you're dating, multi- when you're dating around, sometimes you have someone that you were into on and off. I mean, I can't tell you how, like I've been there before where it's yeah. just like this person that like, it really doesn't go somewhere and you hope it does, but you know, like something's off and then somebody else comes along and you're just like, wow, this is what a relationship feels like. Yeah. So I would understand, like, I'm sure that that's happened before where there's someone at home and then it just never really developed, but like to actually be like FaceTiming, like we're going to watch this together. And you're talking about being intimate with this person, like help yourself. Yeah. Help yourself. It reminds me of Jed because his defense was always from Hannah Brown's season was was always like, I didn't have a girlfriend. It wasn't my girlfriend. It's like, yeah, Jed, well, you still let this chick on and said you were going on the show for your music and said, I love you before you left and said all these like weird things and text messages about how you were going to be there. And this sounds similar, like FaceTiming, like laughing about it. Like it's never going to work. They're going to find out the producers, like they're smarter than you. I'm sorry. Like you're not going to pull this off and it's never going to work. So tie up those loose ends. And, you know, you think about to go way back, like Melissa Rycroft from Jason Mesnick's season, she ended up with her boyfriend before the show. And after she got into that, she was dating this guy. Mm -hmm. He was like not committing. She was like, screw you. I'm going on The Bachelor. Wins. Jason ends up dumping her for Molly. She goes through this crazy whirlwind and ends up getting back with Ty, her now husband, because he watched the show and was driving him nuts. He was like, oh my God, like, I can't believe I let you go. So there's like ways to end relationships and like be normal. But like when, when Melissa was with Jason, she was with Jason and you know, it ended up obviously not needing to, it didn't, wasn't going to work out, but like, that's an example. And I think there's a few other ones of like, they dated someone, they go on the show, they realize, you know, you don't want what you got till it's gone, but these people were not wrapped up in these scandals Mm -hmm. of you left when we were together or we like had a plan. Like it was just like, like life happens. It's messy. Like you said, but there's a difference between it's messy and like lying and planning something like this. You should not be in your hotel room, FaceTiming your friends with benefits that you've been on and off with for a few years, telling them how like you want to get down and dirty when you go home. Yeah. Not good. Not, not a good look. And we see Clayton then ask Jesse Palmer, um, which has made me laugh because Jesse Palmer does not know the rules of this show either. Like he is, he's, he's a, he's a, he's a very professional, solid host. I totally understand. I think he's doing a good job. Yeah. I understand why they went with him. He was the bachelor a million years ago. Does Mm -hmm. not really before this didn't really even acknowledge that he was the bachelor. He was much more like in football and sports. Um, so when Clayton asks him, has anyone ever taken back a rose? His face was hilarious. Cause I don't think he knows the answer. And it was, it was an interesting thing. It was like a, but it goes back to what we talked about in the beginning. Like Clayton, I think is just going to go with his gut and it's going to cause issues, but he's not going to be afraid to maybe take it back where like a Peter kind of just like went with it and then would put himself in holes and not 
do like the, the maybe unpopular thing to get out of it. Like he just kept digging. Hopefully Clayton will learn as he goes versus Peter who didn't learn until like six months after the show. ended. I, I, but I like that about him. I like that. He's asking this question, like, Hey, is this a thing? Like, can I take back a rose? Cause I don't really like what I'm hearing right now. And I, I would love to see it. Honestly, yeah. it's specifically just because like, I don't think a girl that, especially like Cassidy, you're seeing a lot of her character. She's not being the nicest and she had a boo on the side. Like, you know, the, when it comes to that kind of person on a contestant on the show, then like, I don't really feel bad that he's asking to pull the rose. Right. You know, I don't think that that, that would be bad. I would love to see it though. There's I know time for everything. I know we'll probably let him do it. They're probably like, yeah, take her rose. Yeah, it's pretty good, especially because it was the early in the episode when she smelled it. And the producer was like, what does it smell like? She's like, smells like victory. It's like, oh, girl, like you're just giving them so much material. No, no. And she's like, what is it going to do? I have a rose. Yeah. What's going to happen? She's just like talking about it. Like, this is basically the key. Like, you can't do anything with this. And I also kind of think it's interesting that we already have another villain there. So like. Mm-hmm you know, her going home is kind of like, we got backup. Totally. Okay. Literally. We have Cassie 2.0. Her name is Shanae and she's not afraid mm-hmm. to pick up where her friend left off, even though her friend was not going to have her yeah. back. When everyone was coming for Shanae, Cassidy was like, oh, that sucks. I was like, oh my God. She's like, bye. Together. But somebody who had a good episode was Susie. She got the one-on-one first one-on-one of the season. Everyone's saying she looks like Hannah Brown. Um, Does she? Uh, she get yeah, yeah. She has a Hannah little Brown Hannah Brown vibes. People were saying like Hannah Brown meets Debbie Ryan, or Hannah okay. Brown meets. There was another Bachelor contestant. People were just like putting her together with other Bachelor contestants. Hannah, Hannah Brown, Brown meets Kaylin. Yeah, perhaps. And you know what? Susie knows Kaylin. Okay. They are both former Miss Virginias and Miss Teen Virginias who have. I think Kaylin was Miss Teen Virginia and then like Miss North Carolina or something. But then. They knew each other in the Virginia pageant circuit and are friends, which just side note, the pageant queens always know each other. Um, yeah. But she seems like a nice girl. I mean, they have chemistry. I think she's so cute. I think obviously this date could have gone to um, Rachel. Rachel Rachel's the, the flight attendant. She the was pilot. a little bitter. Right. Not the flight <laughs> yeah. attendant. Oops, sorry, Rachel. I'm, I mean the pilot. I'm sorry, a flight instructor. Flight instructor My bad. Pilot. It's okay. Um, I thought that I was like, as soon as I saw the helicopter, I was like, oh no, they should have gone to Rachel. And she thought it too. But I loved this date was so bougie. So bougie. so bougie. He was in the G wagon. I was like, um, I've never seen a G wagon <laughs> before. Okay. Yeah. Then they're on the helicopter. Then they go on this massive yacht. I was this date. And I love that he, he actually like talked about it. As soon as I was making my notes, like, I love that this date is so bougie. He's like, this is, there's a lot of bougie here. I was like, Oh yeah. I would have been the wrong girl. Cause I would have been like, I tell the office. <laughs> yeah. No, she seemed really, they had a private concert too. It was like yeah. all thinking of a bachelor date. She talked about her father and some health struggles. Yeah. Um, which was, you know, it's always, that's kind of like a cliche thing now, but she mm-hmm. obviously like it, that's hard to see your dad sick. And she spoke about it. Um, the one thing that did stand out to me was she was like, kind of dressed like a bridesmaid at a wedding. She looks great. And then Clayton was kind of like in a hoodie, like his clothes all episode were just a little confusing to me. Like I, I didn't even pay attention so to that. Like in the helicopter, like he's just like a big dude. Like he was like yeah. over and she, all these girls are so little. So his hands right. like 
take over their whole thigh. And he was wearing like the first date. He had like a little polo. He's like on. Shrek. He's such yeah, a big he guy. Is. He's a big dude. He had like his shorts were a little too short because his thighs are huge. And then he's in this like zip up on this, this night portion date at this very fancy spot. And she's in this like gorgeous brown dress that kind of gave me like bridesmaid mm-hmm. dress vibes. And he's in like a zip up that zips like a little too high up. Like it's just, Okay. Like, now I remember. What they, yeah. Like what were they putting yeah. in? And then the blazer with the hoodie. I don't know. I they just, probably are having difficulty dressing him. He's so yeah. big he's just so big um but he likes Susie and I liked that Susie's initial thing was in like her confessional or whatever her ITM Mm -hmm. she was like I like this guy I could see myself falling for this guy it wasn't like I'm in love get me the new last name like it felt kind of realistic as far as this show goes yeah I think it was sweet of her to you can tell when she was talking about her family how important they are like Mm -hmm how important and crucial family is to her because like even how she's like I wanted to call my parents my parents are my best friends like I couldn't wait to tell them how exciting this has all been and like this is what I'm thinking about um so yeah I do think that sometimes it can be a little bit cliche like these intimate moments where like it goes straight into family or you know all these things but at the same time it just shows like how deep her connection is yeah and I also think the story that she said just really felt genuine in the fact that like you know her mom was by his her dad's side through and yeah. through like the th- like the good and the bad and like that's really like something that she's looking forward to feeling and he it, it just feel like that kind of allowed them to connect in a deeper level yeah so i i think it was a good time to talk about that really um yeah i think that she could she's gonna go far i think so too i think she's gonna go far I also have already a handful of girls where I'm like, these are my top five ish, six ish. All right. Tell me who are they? Well, okay. The, after episode one, the teaser, Mm -hmm. were you just like a little disappointed because you could actually see who the, like who at least like the final three are. Yeah. But did you figure that out? Yeah, I did. I, I did. I did. We have like a whole breakdown on the website of like spoilers seemingly revealed, but then you have Clayton on the press tour saying, I've talked to him. He's like, everything is not what it seems like. I don't know if they're just saying that because the trailer was, I mean, everyone, I think after Michelle's season, people loved Michelle, but like, we're kind of just tired of the show for a minute. And then they dropped that trailer and that trailer, I mean, I I have to watch it obviously. And I was going to, but like, how could you not turn that on if you like the show after seeing that trailer? So I think part of me thought they just went for it because they needed the momentum again. And they needed people to get on board with Clayton after some, some, not, not, I don't know, backlash is the right word, but like, yeah, backlash and questions. But now I think actually a good you're right because mm-hmm. seeing a whole new season and then watching that trailer at the end of episode one, I'm like, Oh, I need to watch episode two. So right. you're right. You're right. So continue. I think I'm that's, sorry. I think that's mm-hmm. what it is. But then I think there might be something for said, I think it's clear that you have girls like, um, Gabby and maybe Susie, like they, it seemed like that part couldn't have been edited to be different Mm. girls. But then I think they probably, some of it could be voiceovers that they're messing with us and crying and this or that. So I don't think it's going to be, I'm very eager because I always say I'm going to go back and I try to track moments in the trailer. Like Mm. there was a big moment with Nate in Michelle's trailer where he like is questioned and then it never aired. And I asked them about it when I interviewed them. And of course they couldn't tell me and like, whatever, I'll ask in another year when their contract is up. But like it, I try to keep track of that stuff, but so much happens. So for this one, I really need to go back after Clayton season airs and like, see what in the trailer they actually spoiled and what they like messed with us about, because I always plan to do that. And this was like the one that they really 
like quote unquote showed us. So I'm fascinated to find out, but I think Gabby, Susie, and there was someone else who's like one of the blondes, who's just like very prominent in there. And I can't imagine Rachel Rachel is prominent. Sarah. Oh, Sarah prominent. She's like hysterical. She's hysterical. She's like crying. You can tell she's talking to a producer and she's like three girls. Right. So it's like Rachel and Sarah for sure are Mm -hmm. two like super devastated girls. Sarah hundred percent is one of the, the three, because she's actually talking about right. The intimate three, three. right. Yeah. Or Um, I love you to three. mm -hmm. Then I feel like Genevieve goes far. Okay. Okay. Maybe she had some like narration in this episode. Yeah. Serene. But sometimes what happens, you also have to pay attention sometimes in these earlier episodes because of all the drama going on and stuff like these girls who go far, you're seeing, you're seeing enough of them, but you're not seeing a lot. Right. For instance, my, my season, like you didn't see a lot of Lauren and then you saw a lot of her later on. Right. True. You know, like there's just so much going on in the beginning with all this other drama in the house. Yeah. So Rachel, I think Sarah, Genevieve, maybe Top six-ish. I don't know mm-hmm. how far she goes, but Rachel and Sarah for sure in the top. Teddy. You think? I think Teddy might crash and burn. Maybe she'll go really? pretty far, but just because the bachelors aren't the first impression rose, it's just historically doesn't usually mean as mm-hmm. much. Um, but also she didn't really seem like she was in the promo that much unless I just missed her. Oh, wow. Like she's gotten a decent amount of screen time already, mm-hmm. but so I, I think, she, I don't think she's going to get sent home next week or anything but crazy. Right. But I don't know if she's going to be like a top five person maybe like a top seven top eight ish I don't know I feel like we didn't see her that much do you also pay attention to the music as the girls are coming out on the limo I'm like good music good music the music is my favorite part there were some girls that didn't even they didn't even show their limo arrivals I'm like I never saw this limo arrival this girl is definitely going home soon and then you have that girl Jill who's like who brought the ashes who was crying about not being on the group date (laughs) it's like girl I don't even know why they're even showing us this, like to break up the scenes. Like it's just like a scene filler, like no offense, Jill. I'm sure you're lovely, but like, she's got no shot. Scene filler. (laughs) I mean, it was like a transition. I was like, why are we watching this girl who we saw? Ladies don't take any of this personal. No, of course We're just dissecting the show. (laughs) Yes. Just what they showed me. I'm sure you're lovely. But I was like, why did they even bother showing us that? But then the other girl who did stand out to me, who I didn't necessarily see in the trailer either. So I don't know if she's going to go far, but on Mm -hmm. this, on this episode, Liza, Eliza, I think her name is. She was the one who didn't get any dates, but then was the first one to take him at, or at least they showed at the cocktail party. And she like brought the memory book and they, he was like, she's so positive, even though she didn't get a date, like to be able to take the time when you don't get a date and use those little moments, like that usually means something. Like if you can navigate, find your own time. Yeah. And it's hard because you don't have time. And then you say out loud that you haven't had time. And then it's almost like you manifest not having time. Mm. So you have to be very careful about the things that you're saying out loud, because if you complain about something, then it's going to become your reality. And it's just going to keep going and going and going because you've already showed producers that you're annoyed. So I think that she was, that was very good of her to realize that like, I haven't had any time, like just maybe she kept quiet. Yeah. Yeah. She really made the best of it. I'm always, I always, I'm always really, really impressed by these women on these seasons because I definitely lost my cool. And just to see how like some of them can just, it's a very stressful environment and how some of them just keep their cool. And like, it's, everybody's crying at some point, like you're three days in, you're no sleep and you feel like you're a mess. And then when you're with them, you're just like natural. So like, I always give them some credit. I'm like, yeah, they're doing pretty well. I also really like Gabby. 
Yeah. She's like funny. And like, you can tell yeah. lighthearted. I really hope she goes far. There's something about her. I'm like, I don't know. We're not, like, there's not a lot of her yet, but I hope to see a lot. I, yeah. I hope to see more. I think you, you pointed out in the beginning of us talking and in the beginning of this episode, the way she handled Cassidy abandoning her mm-hmm. with building that like house. Like I, that was, that was like, she just was like, this sucks, but like, what am I going to do? And I was like, that was, that was good. Like it, for yeah. to get your to the way it's going to air, like no one's going to not take your side. If you're just like stating facts, like that was uncool, like, but she didn't mm-hmm. lose it. She wasn't like blowing it up. And yeah, overall, I mean, I think besides Cassidy and Shanae, the other girls are pretty much playing it pretty cool until they drag them in. So it should be interesting to see who he sends home. I assume it's Cassidy um, with the rose taking back, but I would assume then Shanae would sneak in a little bit because we got to keep, got to keep right. one of the blondes around. I feel like Shanae sticks around. I think he sends home Cassidy. Me too. Shanae is not well though. I'm not a fan of her. I'm not a fan of anyone who just like mocks someone's mental health. And I, I haven't been on Twitter because mm-hmm. you know, I'm away right now, but I'm curious to see what Twitter has to say about Shanae in this last episode. I think the general consensus I saw is people are like, there was Shanae, no, like it was, and yeah, the whole thing, it was just, it was bizarre. And I think it's the, the, I think that people were definitely, you know, offended and confused about her, you know, with the ADD, my ass comment and whatever. And then her saying, I have ADD, I have ADHD too. She's making fun of the whole thing. She doesn't understand. She just it's this mentality. I just don't feel like she knows how to communicate to people. And she probably has not had a lot of experiences in like, in actual, like good friendships. It's clear. And it's like super mean girl, Regina George from her. Yeah. And I always wonder like, because even though obviously I think everything she said was just like messed up to begin with, but even if you think that in what world are you saying it? Like with a microphone in front of you? Like, that's what always blows my mind. Like people are going to have bad takes. People are going to say offensive things. But when you get caught saying it on a national platform, it's like you had to, you like think for three seconds longer how this is going to look. Not even that's the right reason to say, like say the right thing, but like in the back of your mind, how are you not thinking this is not going to go my way? I guess you're just going through so much on the show. So you're not thinking like that, but I, it always blows my mind. No, I think personality wise, she has a few loose screws, honestly. Like she's just trying, she's in her head way too much. She's narrating these stories in her head and she's super insecure because she's never been around a a bunch of women and she made Elizabeth the target. And I feel really bad for Elizabeth, but I feel like she's just, she's losing it. She's losing it on her own and she's, attaching to Elizabeth to bring, to try to kind of bring some like validation to why she feels this way, but she's still just making all of this up in her head. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to check her Instagram real quick to see if she said anything since um, all of this has aired, but I don't think she has. I think she turned off some of her comments or limited her comments, which usually means once you're, you, you have to, I mean, yeah. nobody deserves the kind of hate that's coming to you, but I'm pretty sure that bachelor nation, you know, them, they don't, they don't hold back. Oh, they really don't. And it can work to your advantage. Cassidy thinking she's going to be able to sell everyone anything, but I mean, that's out there now. And anyone trying to hire you for stuff has seen you, you know, call things BS. So I don't know what's going to happen to her either. Cassidy posted two hours ago in case you missed it. This is what I look like when I'm not making out with Clayton. And it's just like a video, a picture of her, like on the date doesn't really make sense. And Shanae, has she posted anything? Shanae hasn't posted anything. No. So 
I don't know. Time will tell. It's also interesting to always see like how the franchise handles stuff like this. Cause now that there's like a thousand bachelor podcasts and stuff, they have contestants doing interviews while the show goes. Oh, right. So that's always interesting with, with clickbait, with talking it out and with bachelor happy hour. Um, I don't, I think they had Susie on whichever has been out so far. So they do mm-hmm. like the dates, but they might give, you know, if things get bad, someone like this, an opportunity to explain themselves but I don't know. They just feel like classic old what, school villains. What is there to explain? I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. What do you, what, how do you, there's no reasoning behind this type of behavior, especially Shanae. There's no reasoning behind that. Yeah. Cassidy, like I said before, friends of benefits from the past, whatever, maybe she can find a way, you know, she can explain herself in that, but like the whole Shanae thing, the way that she's just like blasting and coming after Elizabeth, there's no reason behind that. There's like, you're just take ownership that you fucked up. That's how yeah. you have to kind of solve this whole thing. I think but, so too. Well, I'm excited for the season. Yes. Viviana, I could talk to you forever. I'm sure I'll talk know, to you again same. soon. Is there anything else you wanted to say about the episode or what you got going on? I saw you cleared your Instagram. What was that about? it's funny because the day that I did it, I got two phone calls. Like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, it's just like, I want a fresh start. Like I'm well, I'm going to be away for a few, you know, I think sometimes people just attach so much to Instagram and I'm like, this is like my page. Remember MySpace? you know, you just like redecorate totally background and all this (laughs) stuff. Like I'm just doing the same thing. And I only archive the pictures. So I'll just be like piecing it in again um but I just kind of wanted to like start with a blank canvas to see like what direction I want to go because you know like I'm doing the yoga thing Mm -hmm. and you know I'm hopefully soon launching a website and so I'm here kind of to try to get some inspiration so I wanted to just cover up the past because I'm not a massive poster Mm -hmm. so I feel like things from like 2017 were like still at the beginning of my grid and it's just like this is kind of embarrassing you know like it's (laughs) 2022 like and these need to go away so that's so the reasoning funny. behind it but okay. yeah all is well everyone yeah every i'm 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 good i'm just redoing and i wish it was a way to like go private to kind of redo in like in silence right you know like work on it on the back end so people don't think that like i'm going through something but it doesn't matter even if you are like whatever yeah it's true Instagram, man, we, we too can't help it, but track it. I mean, I noticed, but I also was reaching yeah. out to you and I was like, oh my God, she deleted her picture. I know my sister called me. No. My other friend called me. My other friend texted me like, are you okay? And I'm like, guys, please. I'm fine. I promise. I'm fine. Well, when you have your website up and everything, you can come back yeah. and tell us all about it. You know, you're Yay, always welcome thank here you. and we'll see if our predictions are right about the season and the, in the trailer and all that. But thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And yeah, we'll chat soon. I'll be texting you about episode three. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, tell your friends about this podcast, and come back every week for more Bachelor breakdowns. Mm-hmm.